0: Our scripture reading for our meditation today is taken from the letter of 1st Peter, chapter 2, verse 25. For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. These are your words, Heavenly Father. They are your truth. We pray that you would increase our faith through them. Amen. Seated. If you ever get a chance to tour the Old North Church in downtown Boston one of the oldest churches in the United States uh, you might see if your tour guide gives you the same tour we had you might see something very interesting so in that Old North Church this is back remember in the 1700s uh, in the middle of the in the middle of the nave of the congregation area they they had box seats they actually had boxes that your family sat in and uh, sometimes you faced away from the pulpit the others faced towards you kind of like seating on a bus sometimes and um, then there were other other places to sit around as well but the tour guide showed us this long pole it was about ten feet long maybe at least eight feet long I would say and on one end was a feather and on the other end was a piece of string about about six inches long with a little wooden ball on the bottom, about the size of a golf ball. And he said the reason for this is if people fall asleep, if it's a woman, the usher would reach into the box and tickle her under the nose to wake her up. And if it's a man, they would swing the ball and smack him in the head to wake him up. So I thought we needed one of those at our church. but no. It's interesting, um, the importance of being awake to hear the word of God, the importance of listening to the voice of our Good Shepherd. Your parents probably taught you when when you were a child to learn what the voice of Jesus was like, and uh, to hear his word, to learn the Bible stories. I looked out and saw a number of you singing that hymn we just sang by heart, maybe you learned that. I know it was one of my earliest hymns that I learned from memory. Your parents wanted to make sure that you learned who this shepherd was in your life and learned how to recognize his voice so that you would stay with that voice, hopefully, throughout your entire life. And that, that little hymn that we sang, it's amazing how much depth is actually in it. Go back and look at it later on and see the, the, uh, how much depth is there. So the Christian faith, the, even the simplicity we have of it as little children, really contains the full depth and riches of the treasures in God's word and that's why it's so important for us throughout our lives to continue hearing that word of God even if we have to be smacked in the forehead once in a while. Peter implies in the text that we just read Peter implies that we all need oversight. We need someone watching after our souls and taking care of us It's absolutely essential for our spiritual lives. It's something that is absolutely necessary for us. And the reason is because inside of each one of us, there's this deep seated desire to kind of push God's authority off of us. We don't want God's authority on us, we'd like to be self ruled, self governed, autonomous. And we oftentimes can, at certain moments at least in our lives, deceive ourselves into thinking that our lives would be better off if we just didn't have God's authority over us. And really that's at the core of atheism, okay? It's at the core of atheism, the most hardened unbelief. I just do not want anything over me. I want absolute freedom with what I think and what I want and what I want to do. And even inside of the strongest believer, there is this desire to push God's authority off of us and to not want to really listen to what he has to say. And it shows up in our lives in different moments here and there. You know, if you think about a shepherd's hook at the top of the shepherds shepherd staff that says something not so much about the shepherd it says something about the sheep it says something about us that that we have a tendency to want to wander away and to stray away which is exactly what peter is talking about here sometimes sheep can can start to wander off while they're eating grass and stray into dangerous areas and they're so focused on what they're eating that they're not even aware of uh, what horrible dangers might be all around them. And he uses that expression, uh, they were all like sheep going astray. Sometimes, Sometimes the sheep just don't even realize what kind of danger they're in. Sometimes we let our guards down spiritually. Maybe we start getting comfortable with a certain sin and it just doesn't bother our consciences anymore. And I still wear a cross around my neck, so I still got a cross on my wall. I still have my Bible and my confirmation certificate. But we let our our hearts kind of slowly wander away from Christ. Or we kind of go through the motions of worship and things like that. But do we really let it always penetrate down into our hearts? Sometimes I can develop a really lackadaisical attitude about my relationship to Christ. And sometimes my my faith kind of just clicks into overdrive, auto-drive, so that I'm not really even paying attention to it. I just assume it's there. So what are the different ways that you and I might, just in our minds and hearts, stray? And we're not even very well aware of it. Now notice St. Peter says here that we have in Christ an overseer of our souls. He doesn't just talk about our minds or our conscience or our brains or our bodies. Those are all important, too, and Christ certainly cares about them. But your soul, you know, your soul is something that obviously God has made and designed inside of you, as he's done in all people. OK, he's the one that came up with the blueprints for it. He's the one that, that has fashioned this inside of you. And isn't it interesting that we can't even really completely know what it is? We kind of like, we kind of know it's there and we kind of grasp at it. Think how much better God knows you than you yourself. He, he's the one that created this inside of you. We are the sheep of his pasture. He is the one who has created us. He's the one that made that thing inside of you that, that you can't even completely identify He has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people, the sheep of his pasture. So if if anybody knows what you need down inside of you at the depth of who you are, it's the one who created you. It's the one who made you. It's the one who knows all things. That hook at the top of the shepherd's staff is actually there, used in love by Christ for our benefit. There are times when he may have to kind of pull us back Toward, toward God's word. There are times when maybe you've, you've just started to wander away from him with some particular, maybe a sin or something, and maybe it's a little, maybe it's a pocket of unbelief that's growing in your mind and heart, and it just keeps kind of growing. And then God, through his word, comes and grabs our hearts again and pulls us back to Christ and brings us to repent of that sin and bring it before him at the cross the sheep of Jesus are devoted to him because he's earned that position of their devotion he has earned that by what he did going to the cross for us years ago when I was a pastor in Minneapolis there was a Sunday when it was a blizzard and we we, the other pastor and I got there about an hour early to the church and we were seriously thinking of calling off services because it was so the the snow was so bad and I remember it was about about 20 minutes before the first service started and all of a sudden uh, the doors opened up at the church and there were about 15 mostly elderly people coming through and I remember the pastor said to me here come the sheep you can't keep them away from the shepherd and uh, a lot of them had had to shovel out their driveways in the middle of a blizzard just to come and hear the Word of God the savior the good shepherd wins the hearts of the sheep he does that by going to the cross for all of their sins he's done that by laying his body across the fires of hell for us saint peter in the verses right around this text uh, brings up the the imagery we see in isaiah chapter 53 where it says the lord laid on christ the iniquity of us all So our obedience to Christ, our devotion to him, the thing inside of you that loves him and wants to follow him uh, is really something that he has won by his grace and by the work of his Holy Spirit in our hearts. And every time you and I hear that word of Christ, whether it's in a devotion we read, whether it's in chapel or church, or whether it's a fellow Christian talking to us, or maybe just in your own mind, in your own memory, when you think of something and it kind of catches you, Whenever that takes place, it's as if Jesus is pulling up two chairs and setting them right next to each other and sitting down and having a conversation with you. And it's as if he's saying to you, remember how much I care about you. Remember, remember what I've done for you. Remember all the things that I've gone through for you. Remember what I have waiting for you. Remember the great love and concern that I have for your whole life, and not just this life, but the life to come. Please listen to me. Amen. Please rise. And we pray. O my crucified Lord Jesus Christ, as the patient Lamb of God, you suffered for me the most shameful death on the cross. And with your precious blood, you redeem me from all sins, from death and from the power of the devil. I pray you to give me the assurance of this redemption through your word and sacraments and to direct my heart by your Holy Spirit. Preserve me with your divine love and hide me this day, both body and soul, in your holy wounds. Wash me from all of my sins. Teach me to live a life of good works. And at the end, lead me from this world of sorrow to your eternal joy and glory. Hear me, my faithful Savior, my good Shepherd, my hope and life. Amen. <laughs> grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God the Father, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Go now in his peace. Amen.